You are listening to High Achiever Diet, lifestyle optimization for high performers. Hello folks, today on High Achiever Diet we have my friend Sam, who is a high performer, runs multiple ventures at a time, and he has sold some of them, now runs the others. Uh, one of them is Apps on Fire, which is a site where he coaches people to better their lifestyles and achieve a body they want. He's also a person who has a six-pack, I would say actually eight-pack, but the most importantly, all year long. He doesn't struggle, he has it tuned in. So I thought it would be interesting for you to find out what does he actually use, what sort of nutrition plan he has, what exercise he prefers, and what does it take to get that six-pack, or at least your abs show more. So I hope you enjoy this, I hope you find it uh, useful. If you have any questions, feel free to ping me or Sam, and I'll be sure to answer them. Hi V, it's great to be on your show, so let's get started. So first question is how to get six-pack abs or get your abs more defined and set your abs on fire. Do you see what I did there? It's really not that complicated. I know it sounds cliche, but eating properly and a good lifestyle is what gets you the six-pack abs and patience, of course. It is true that everyone's got a six-pack ab and it's also true that everyone's got biceps, right? Kind of sometimes uh, I get annoyed when I hear people saying, oh, you, everyone's got a six pack. Yeah, obviously. Diet alone can actually get rid of all the fat around you and give you some definition. But to actually have like vivid abs that are sticking out, you would need to train them and you need to be patient. So the obvious thing is food. And if you follow just these two rules, you would definitely see results quite rapidly. No sugar, no grain. Sounds very simple. The issue is a lot of people have difficulty identifying what's grain and what's sugar. They run to the healthy aisle and they buy a snack bar or they run to the aisle and they get a healthy, pure, squeezed, not from concentrate, orange juice. That's all sugar inside a bottle. If a product has more than a few ingredients in it, eliminate it. If it's got things that you don't understand what they are, don't buy it. Things that sound healthy but are actually not healthy are things like pure orange juice or apple juice or low-fat yogurt. And let's make it clear, fat does not make you fat. I don't know why people think fat makes them fat. Just a great example, if you go to Italy, the ice cream is actually an iced cream. It's a creamy ice cream, which is called gelato. Ice cream used to be just cream, pure cream. I don't know what happened, why we start adding sugar in it. I suppose because it is easy to manufacture, but that's a different topic. Let's get something straight. The diet does not mean restricting your food intake. The definition of diet, if you look it up on the dictionary, is like the sort of food that an animal or a person eats on a regular basis. That's diet, what we turned the word diet into some sort of restriction. Typically when I meet a client and my client's like, oh, I'm on a diet, they mean I'm restricting my food intake. That is the opposite of what I coach to my clients. Do not restrict or count calories. Make sure you eat the right food and then you don't need to restrict your food intake. There's a very nice article by Ben Greenfield actually that explains it much better than I am about how restricting your diet is actually not making you lose weight and is actually making you lose muscle instead of fat. I'll try to include that on the show note. 
I've got a secret weapon for losing fat and that's drinking loads of tea. If you go on Google Scholar and just search for weight loss and tea, you get loads of articles. It doesn't matter if it's green tea or black tea, tea will increase your metabolism and will stabilize your glucose levels. And just to clarify, I do not take my tea with milk or sugar, because then again, you're gonna turn that tea into a poison. Now let's talk about the exercise part. Depends on what sort of abs you wanna get. Different exercises can um, give you a different sort of shape and definition. Obviously standing in the gym and doing bicep curls is not going to give you a six pack. On the other side of the scale, if you're doing sprint runs and doing thousands of sit-ups, but got a bad diet, then that's not gonna give you a six pack either. Some exercises work better than the others. For example, long distance runners don't usually have that really good defined abs and butt on the other scale. Like you see CrossFit athletes, they've got really nice definition. What works best for me is doing high intensity trainings and doing some sort of exercise. If I want to get that like full exposure on the six pack, doing some sort of exercise that engages my abs. It doesn't need to be direct. For example, burpees are really good, even though you would think it's not engaging your abs, but it is. Or exercises like mountain climb, that, that's another really good one. But in terms of doing some ab exercises, I would probably do hollow rocks or toto bars and things like that. Those are excellent. Uh, workouts they're quite short they don't take a lot of time but they're really effective so the ab you have to treat it like any other part of the body if you want to get that super defined ab then you need to go low rep because you're increasing the size you go low rep and a high intensity can i just clarify another thing if you've got six pack abs and doesn't mean you're a good athlete and you could have someone that doesn't have any abs and they're a good athlete so depends on what your goals are again if you want to be a good sportsman sportswoman or athlete then getting a six-pack is a bad goal because that doesn't mean anything okay second question is the biggest struggle we see in dropping last few percentage of body fat what is your advice to abolish stubborn fat with abs, it's quite different in, in a sense that it, it takes longer because it's quite a big muscle. So you need to spend a lot of time on it. You've got the size, the obliques, you've got the upper abs, the middle ab, the lower ab. So be patient. I would say allow like a couple of years to get proper abs. A lot of people that want to have six pack abs, they've been dreaming of having a six pack abs past six years or whatever. And the, the, the thing is, they work out really hard. They go on this like religious routine for six months, then they give up. And after a couple of years, they're like, oh, I want six pack abs again. Each time they want it quicker. There is no quick way. There are shortcuts, yes. But again, it will take a lot of time, two years. I would give it two years, yeah. If you try to achieve that in a shorter period, it is possible, I'm not saying it's not possible, but allow yourself two years of hard work. I know you might want it tomorrow, we all want things tomorrow. To get a good app, to get your abs, like let's say at a nine out of 10, you can do it in one year. But that really magazine looking um, definition, it will probably take another one and a half years. It's become a common trend for people to actually get some sort of definition of, on their abs and then they look at themselves in the mirror and they're like, oh, I can never get rid of that one inch. And they just give up. Third question is from Jane. I keep doing crunches at home, Pilates and other classes that work my app, but still cannot see them. Why? 
you need to be honest with yourself and I'm going to repeat myself again but it's quite crucial and quite important that you understand this key thing are you taking any orange juice in the morning or any other sort of juice during, throughout the day yogurt are you eating pasta are you eating any uh, packaged bars or weight watcher stuff uh, ready meals are you eating out uh, chocolate bars or soda coke lemonade alcohol canned food all these stuff are poison go to your kitchen just go through everything you've got right go through the ingredients and read the label read the sugar right read read how much carbohydrate you've got per 100 grams the per 100 gram is the important part not how because a lot of companies are quite clever now and they put down only 10 grams of sugar or only three grams of sugar but that three grams of sugar is like only three grams of sugar per 15 gram or something like that which is quite a lot of sugar so read when you're comparing things read per 100 gram just go through your kitchen just grab the things you've got in your um, kitchen or in your fridge or cabinet go through the ingredients if there are things on the back of the ingredients which you don't understand don't take that food the food needs to be organic the food needs to be pure and the food doesn't need to have all that ingredients it needs to be real food but it's just a few ingredients in it so if you're doing all that stuff and you're eating properly and you're drinking lots of water and you're not adding milk to your tea or coffee and you've got a flat stomach already, then you need to do some isolated ab exercises because a lot of those classes, yes, they do engage your ab, but they don't engage it in a way that will increase the size because they're quite long classes and they're not short high intensity and that's what you want for getting six-pack abs like getting the proper defined abs so do some exercises like hollow rocks or uh, there are tons of exercises we can include some in the um, show notes that don't take a lot of time they're like around five minutes they really work next question i think i've already covered that in the other sections uh if you can't get your bottom part of abs to show it's already covered in the other section so i'm not going to repeat myself my perfect core exercise routine that has to be my nine minute burst which i combine total bars hollow rock knee slides and burpees i start with one minute of each then i cut it down to 45 seconds then 30 seconds and i finish or i might do some sort of tabata Okay, next question is, what does your daily diet look like and why? When I wake up in the morning, I have a glass of water, just to hydrate me. And I have a few eggs with avocado, spinach, and coffee. If I'm in a rush, I have some avocado and nuts, so I take the nuts with me. Eggs because it gives me protein, avocado gives me the fat I need, and spinach gives me the vitamins, and coffee, to be frank, just wakes me up. I love that caffeine. For lunch, I probably have like a steak or some sort of um, chicken. I prefer the steak. Loads of green veg. Again, that could be asparagus, a spinach again, or um, courgette. I quite like that. Or some cucumber. Uh, for dinner, it will be something very similar to lunch. So maybe something lighter like fish, perhaps. So I just want to get my protein and something light so I can sleep better. Next question is, what sort of food do I classify as kryptonite food? That has to be soda, any sort of soda. It's got so much sugar in it and a lot of things that we don't really benefit from. Or all these ready bars that you see, like the protein and health bars, that's quite 
um, ironic, they're actually called health bars. I always avoid them because if you read the label, I've covered this again, it's got so many things in them and even I don't sometimes recognize some of the ingredients in it. I definitely avoid them anytime I had one of these bars, I had upset stomach, inflammation in my stomach. The funny thing is, you wouldn't know these bars or your diet is actually giving you inflammation because you don't know the inflammation is there un until you actually stop your current diet, go on something very clean like ketogenic diet and just cleans your whole system. When your body is running really clean and really well, then you can compare it to inflammation because you don't know inflammation is there. You get used to it. I've been in that phase. You get used to having inflammation and all that stuff and you think it's normal to feel like that. Next question is, what foods are always present in my diet? That has to be nuts, like Danian nuts, um, Brazil nuts, uh, almond, and avocado. I just love avocado and it's really good fat. Tea, oh my God, I, I can't live without tea and just giving me a lot of benefits. I prefer to drink green tea or sometimes I mix green tea with a little bit of black tea, but I never add anything to it, and like milk or anything like that. And it really helps me with my digestive system as well. And I just enjoy it, it just tastes good. So those are the things that are present in my diet, always. Final question. If you would design a simple program to get from belly to washboard abs in X weeks, what specific actions would you take? I would first go and get rid of all the current food I've got, just donate it. Because if you've got belly, probably your diet isn't right. And just rethink your diet again. Uh, it might sound weird, but get some new pans and pots and cutlery and stuff like that. It will motivate you to cook. If you learn to cook some clean food, go on a massive food shopping and cook a whole batch of food for the rest of the week. That includes your lunch at work and your dinner at work. Avoid eating out. Do not eat out. If you eat out, make sure you eat something lean like a steak. Block a time in your diary for the next X weeks to do your workout because if you don't assign time to it, you won't do it. So assign time to your exercises and just block it out throughout your calendar. So you get into a habit of doing it at a certain time. In terms of the exercise itself, I would do 15 minutes of high intensity ab only training three times a week. That'd be like the really high intensity ab workouts that we spoke about, like uh, maybe hollow rocks or knee slides and things like that. And in addition, I would also have other things in my program like running and maybe CrossFit or going to the gym, going for a swim. So not just ab exercises. V, that's actually a great title, Belly to Washboard Abs in X Weeks. I might steal that title and like make a little document and put it on my website so your viewers can go and download it for free. Yeah, so check that out. I sh should have that in a couple of weeks, hopefully. And there's a video of V doing some food shopping, which hasn't been published yet, but I do plan to put that on as well. I enjoyed this podcast. Thank you again for inviting me. Anyway, speak to you again. Take care.